episode 20. Welcome back and happy new year. Rusty and I are back with another episode. We took some time off to enjoy the holidays, but we're here with some predictions for 2023, some goals. We have those both in Web3 and Golf, and then we go through some major predictions for this year, as well as a side wager. Here we go. Before we get started, we have to give a thanks to our sponsor, Spartan Insurance in Greenville, South Carolina. The owner is a friend of the show and a friend of mine, Jay Keller. He deals with every form of insurance, from personal to commercial, and will take excellent care of you and your insurance needs. Give him a call for a quote today, 864-533-3350, or visit his website at www.spartaninsure.com. Welcome back to another episode. This is Cole, your co-host. I've got Rusty with me as always, and this is Web3 Putts. We are back. It's been a while. Rusty, how are we? It's been a minute since we've talked. You know, Christmas, New Year's, etc. We had had a long break there, but it was much needed. Yeah, I'm doing great. It's uh kind of refreshed with the new year, which is kind of a cliche thing to say for everybody. Um, but needed the break and not from the pod, but just from in real life in general. And um it, it didn't hurt that there wasn't a whole lot going on in the golf world, NFT world, web three. So uh, it's good to kind of recharge the batteries and and uh, with PGA Tour starting this week, back up out in Hawaii, uh, some some good things happening in the, the Web3 world. I'm ready to get uh, 2023 on and rocking. I am glad that we didn't do uh, one of those, again, cliche year in review mm. pods like everybody else does. <laughs> like everybody they, else that you listen yeah. to did. Right, exactly. Just steal all their content. So, yeah, uh, maybe we'll do a year in review in in July when uh, for our one year anniversary. But there if you, you needed, you know, year in review and in, in, in the NFTs and Web three, you could just listen to anybody else's pod. So we weren't going to yeah. regurgitate very much, and everybody's yeah. already heard enough about our our failures and uh, limited wins over the last <laughs> six months. So, very limited. Uh, yeah. So you know, it just uh, I. I I'm I'm excited for 2023 and, and and what we have coming up. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I was been gone so long. I honestly didn't listen to any podcast. Didn't really do much of anything as far as keeping up with NFTs or golf much at all. And was off work for two weeks. And so this, you know, that's when I listen to most of my podcasts. I drive around for sales all day, so I'm in the car listening to podcasts in between my calls and stuff. And this last or this this week, I guess I've been playing catch up on all those pods, and that's all they are. Year in reviews, twenty twenty two, predictions, you know, failures. So yeah, very well familiar with all that. So if anybody, yeah, you know, like you said, go check out literally anybody, and they'll you can get that year in review. Yeah, we'll, we'll go over some predictions and and kind of our goals for twenty twenty three uh, here tonight. But you know, for me tonight, it's more about kind of reconvening and going, you know, going through some predictions on PGA tour, specifically the majors. Mm. Um, you know, who's hot, who's not, who's hot, who's not. And, uh, I got a little rant on, on a very popular podcast when we get into the golf stuff okay. that, uh, may go viral and I'll probably get killed on Twitter. 
for it or or <laughs> on all spaces, but I don't really care because I'm just tired of it. So we're gonna clip it and post it then. Yes, I like it. You gotta yeah. be controversial. I like controversial. Well, we can just do it now, man. Like since we're talking okay, yeah. here in Let review, right? Let it rip. So no laying up, which is the probably the number one podcast for golf in the world. Yep. Um, the guys do a great job. I'm not going to take anything away from them, you know, from the content that they create, uh, the platform that they've created for themselves. Um, it's a podcast I listen to every single time. Uh, but I was listening to their year in review this past week. Uh, I guess it came out right after Christmas. And they went through a superlative, uh, superlative exercise of, you know, you know, most likable, you know, the thing that you see in the yearbook. And they came up with all these witty things and every single fucking one of them, all it did was shit on live the whole time. And look, again, I am super excited for the PGA tour to start this week. Uh, Kapalua is a sick place. I've played it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the PGA tour season much more than I am the lives, the live season. We'll just put that out there. Okay. Uh, but when you spend every waking moment of your podcast, when you're a golf podcast, not a PGA tour golf or podcast, not a European, uh, podcast and all you do is shit on it. Uh, I think you're giving, you're doing a disservice to what, what you're really great about. Um, and it's just every single time they, they bring up live, it's shit on this, shit on that, shit on this. And, uh, you know, it's just, it gets hard to listen to. And again, they do a great job. They're not going to lose me as a listener. Um, my little rant here is, is going to not, you know, move the needle for anything that they do. Uh, but for me, it's just like, man, just cover the fucking golf and, you know, it's going to be coming back. They've got 14 events this year. There's going to be more players going, um, instead you just shit on Brooks Kepka and, and, uh, and all the guys that have gone and things that they've said. And, and again, we know it's an entertainment business and they have to say certain things. Um, I just, uh, I'm just kind of tired of the whole, I've kind of hit my, my breaking point with it. It feels like a lot of people have just kind of accepted the fact that live is there. Um, they don't see it as a, uh, for the most part, I don't think anybody sees it anymore as a competition for the PGA Tour. Um, I, you know, there are going to again, there are going to be guys. John Rom said today he's sure that other guys are going to jump, and that's fine. Um, it all goes back to let's just let we want to see good golf, right? So if we can see DJ play, we can see Brooks Kepka play, regardless of where it is. Um, Cam Smith, you know, number two player in the world at the time when when he jumped, right? It, British Open champion uh, mm-hmm. or the Open champion, right? So let's just let's just celebrate golf as far as we get the opportunity to watch these guys. We get to watch a PGA Tour event, and we also get to watch a live event. Maybe it's a you know a PGA Tour event that's a shit field that no one cares about, but then you can watch the live event. Who cares? The, the live yeah. guys are going to play in the Masters that, that have qualified. They're going to play in the U.S. Open. They're going to play in the PGA. They're going to play in the British or the Open Championship. It's going to happen. Those last three haven't said it. Um, let's just enjoy it. Let's let's enjoy when we get to watch Cam play. Let's enjoy when we get to watch DJ play. And, and you know, just look for the best golf out there instead of just looking for every opportunity to shit on the product, shit on live as a whole. 
There's a whole lot of things that you don't want to like about it. I get it. Um, but let's just enjoy it and enjoy enjoy golf. You know, it's not like the NFL – if a, if somebody tries to be a competitor to the NFL, they're not going to steal. They're not going to take Patrick Mahomes, and they're not going to take just Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or Tyreek Hill or any of these great football players, um, because it just doesn't work that way. But golf can work that way, and uh, I think the the quicker that we move past that aspect of it is the media. Not that you and I are the media at all, um, but just you know. we're getting there. We're getting there. But the the closer we can get to just accepting that they're both there, I think is we get closer to seeing the two tours um, coinciding and and not being at odds like they have been, you know, for this last year. Yeah. I think the big, big piece of that, and I I haven't listened to the no laying up podcast, but negativity is, is louder than positivity. And it usually gets more views, you know, so that's, that's probably a big piece of it. I, I would agree. I think we need to move, move past it, but somebody's, I guess somebody's got to play the villain. You know, there's always a good guy, bad guy right now. That's live. So we'll kind of see what happens there, but yeah, I mean, let's just watch good golf. That's why people go see, you know, we want to watch the best players in the world. People want to see you hit the ball far. That's why they like DeShambo. There's literally nothing else to like about the guy, but they want to see people <laughs> right. hit bombs. They want to see the best players play. And it sounds like the Masters made that decision. Like We're going to see that in the, the rest of the majors. And let's just watch golf. Well, yeah, why would the majors not want to have the best field that they could possibly put out there? Exactly. It, yeah. it, it makes no sense. I mean, no. and I, and I mean, it makes sense that the Masters came out and said what they would, that they're going to allow. If you qualified, you're in. Yeah. Um, and I, w- I be. think the the Open Championship said the same thing. We're waiting on the PGA and the U.S. Open, uh, but I don't foresee that them changing their criteria and banning players that have qualified for it because it just doesn't it doesn't bode well for them. It's not in the best interest of uh, of the tournament and you know major championships. You know to have an asterisk like, oh, the PGA is not going to let Cam Smith and DJ and DeChambeau and. Uh, two-time champion Phil Mickelson and Taylor Gooch and, you know, up-and-coming Joaquin Neiman. Those guys, they're not going to let them play in the PGA? Come on. Yeah, Dustin Johnson. Yeah, yeah like it know. just doesn't doesn't make sense. So um, I'm just tired of it, man. It's just like shit. Just It's low-hanging fruit at this point. Yeah. And, and for as good as the, the no-laying-up guys are at, at creating content, Congratulations to them on signing the, the deal with Titleist. Um, they're going to put out great content, but it's just low hanging fruit. Like, I don't know. Picking on the picking on the. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Rant over. But no, I I like it. I like it. I agree with you. You know, we'll see how it plays out. But someone's got to be the bad guy. A lot of negativity. You know, like we said, it's louder. There's just not a whole lot of people being positive about it currently. And it is what like it is. Live. Golf, but louder like live. That's right. That's right. Well, let's stay on golf then while we're, while we're at it. Do you want to go through some major predictions or, or go to the PGA tour preview for the season? I think we, I think we can kind of PGA has got so many, so many events. I think it's 44 this year. 
Yeah. Um, you know, not, we don't need to go obviously tournament by tournament. Uh, the majors are what matters. They Did are you doing the, the elevation. Uh, no, I'm talking about like is the tour the the best tour? Yeah. Okay. Here, here <laughs> I don't we know. Go. We were just on that, but that was yeah. all that. While I was over the break, that was their new. No shit. The place of course to play. It is PGA, PGA tour. No shit. It is. No one's yeah. no one's arguing that. At least not anybody with a brain. Um, yeah. No, I think we go majors. I think we go uh, maybe FedEx Cup prediction champion. Okay. I think those would be you know a good starting out point. All right, let's do it. So let's let's go with you. So obviously, the Masters played at Augusta National, yep. April sixth through the ninth. Defending champion Scotty Scheffler. Who does Cole? I'm going to write them down and we'll post them online. Okay. We'll keep it. We'll put we'll put together a little uh, little wager here. What does Cole? Who does Cole pick? To win the Masters. I don't know if he's going to win them. I think he's going to win a major. And I'll put him put him down for the Masters. But I think Justin Thomas. I think he's hot. He's due for, for one of those big tournaments. I, I'm going to go Justin Thomas. I like it. I think, I think he's got everything that... Uh... From a ball striker standpoint, you know, his wedge game is ridiculous. He's a good putter. Uh, hell of a putter. I don't, you know, he just needs to put it all together. This will yeah. be, I don't know how many masters he's played, but you, you continue, guys continue to, uh, you know, get more familiar with the golf course. Obviously, he's got the Tiger effect that he plays practice rounds with. We expect Tiger, we hope Tiger will be there uh, for mm-hmm. the masters. So, um, I think I think I don't think you can make you could pick JT for any of the four majors, and I think it's a good pick personally. That's where yeah, that's where I was kind of in between. I didn't know where to put him. I think he wins a major this year. B- book that one, but I'm gonna throw him in for the Masters. Okay, I like it. I like it. Who you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rory. Um, okay, yeah, good obviously pick. Rory has not had the success at Augusta that you would expect for someone of his caliber. You know, one of the greatest golfers we've seen in our 30-plus years of playing. Um, finished second last year, did his normal Rory deal, you know, made the run. Um, but I, I, the the thing that I think about with, with Rory is that he kind of has this little new chip on his shoulder um, with this whole live deal. Now, he bitches and whines about everything yeah. recently, uh, which is fine. Unless He's take kind shots. of entitled – yeah, he's kind of entitled to do that, you know, being number one in the world or whatever. Yeah, he's number one. Yeah. Um, but I just think that it'll be a statement win for him to come out and say, look, Liv is there. Just like he did in Canada. You know, Liv had their first event. Um, he went out and just took the golf world by storm by killing it in Canada that, that week. So – uh, I'm going to go with Rory. I know this is not a – the odds are get stacked against me because he, he hasn't won. Um, <laughs> he's he's some, been so close some, several times. I think so we close. talked about he's it on one so many, where he blew it. Yeah, he blew it in, what, 2010 or 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's he's due for it. He's been due for it for many, many years. 
Uh, but I'm going to take Rory with with my uh, with my Masters pick. I like it. I think he's got to win one before it's over, right? You know, he's got to. I mean, if he doesn't, I think you could say it probably every year for the last two or three years. Uh, you know, if he doesn't win this year, he's yeah. never going to win it. Um, I really almost believe that this is the year. Like, if he doesn't win it this year, then he will never win the Masters. Is that the last one for him? As uh, far as for the Grand Slam majors, yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because he won U.S. Open at Congressional. He won the PGA at Kiowa. He also won it somewhere up in the Midwest. He won the the, the Open Championship. Um, what's he got? Four majors, I think. So, I think that's right. Yeah. So yeah, this is this would be his Grand Slam and the elusive green jacket. He needs it. He needs it bad. All right, moving on. U.S. Open, the next major. This year is going to be played at the Los Angeles Country Club. Ooh. Um, I don't know a thing about it, except for you know little things I've read here and there. Never seen it on TV, obviously. Um, excited to win, or excited to see it. Yeah. That's going to be played over Father's Day weekend. So that'll be a that'll be a big day for. Um, for both of us, right? At that point? Yeah, yeah. Big time. I don't have too much longer here. Right. So uh it'll be a big big weekend. Um who do you who's your pick for the US Open? Can I phone a friend? Our our sure. sponsor, Mr. JC Golf, has played out there. Mr. Cameron Varner. But um Of course he has. I am gonna go with the local California king, Mr. Max Homa. Wow. I think it's his year to win one. I don't know if he's ever played out there or not, but I'm going to pick Max Homa. I mean, yeah, he's local. I'm sure he has. Uh, new father. Congratulations to Max. Um, don't know how that's going to affect for good or for bad. His More golf. juice for him. But I will More be rooting motivation. for him. I will hope uh, whatever our wager is, I will. He will be number two, unless Tiger plays. He'll be number two or three uh, of my picks to to win it, and and hope that he does. So, I like the pick. I like it. There you go, hometown kid. Uh, I'm going with Cam Smith. Uh, good one. Just he's just a fucking beast. Um, I think he's he's. The the Open Championship win last year was kind of opening the floodgates for him from a major standpoint. Uh, finished tied for fourth at the Masters last year. Uh, U.S. Open had a good showing. Um, I believe he had a good showing at the U.S. Open last year. I'm pretty sure so, yeah, he was top ten, wasn't he? I think he had a good showing in all the majors. If I remember. Yeah, right. I mean... Where did he finish last year? Maybe he didn't have such a good showing. Uh-oh. Can't rescind it. You've already said it. It's in stone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Miscut last year. Plus mm. six after two rounds. But you know what? Ooh. He didn't have a major under his belt, and he didn't have $125 million in his, in his <laughs> bank account true. at the time. That's true. Uh, so I'm going to take Cam. I think he's he can get it done. Okay. 
Next, we move to the PGA Championship. No, I'm sorry. We move to the Open. Yes, the, I'm sorry. The PGA. The PGA was before. Is the before? I keep forgetting. PGA's in. Uh, they changed it, didn't they? Yeah, a few years ago. So, yeah. um, U.S. Open PGA this year is going to be at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. Okay. Sick track. Yeah. You got PGA. PGA. Justin Justin Thomas won last year. I am going to say that Dustin Johnson wins the PGA. Oh. Another live guy. I don't hate it. I do not hate it. He was very dominant last year on the live tour. I think he brings over a lot of confidence from that. And he's going to go out there and make it happen. That's a, that's I like the pick. I like the pick going a little bit off the off the radar a little bit. Yeah, I mean he. I think he's going to be mad. People are doubting him now. He's mm-hmm. number one for a while. Sleeper pick. See, I don't want to do. I like the sleeper picks. I just think that my pick for the PJ is going to be John Rom. Okay, yeah, that's a solid pick. I think John Rahm's got every everything you want in a major champion. Uh, he obviously he's already won one. Um, I think he's got one of the best head on his shoulders when it comes to everything on the golf course, off the golf course. Uh, obviously, he's a, he's a hothead. Good guy. Seems like a good guy. He was somebody that I actually like could not stand. I'll, I'll be very honest. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he used to just throw clubs and just. Yeah, but he, he was he's grown guy. up, and and now I I more I more so respect it. Um, I just find it hard to believe that he he'll go uh, eight eight majors in a row without winning um, without winning. Yeah, for last year, and I don't think he'll win the the the, the British or the Open Championship this year. So um, I'm going to take. I had Ron Ron written down as a definitely. Definitely winning a major this year, so I'll I'll pencil him in or I'll put him in pen on uh, the PGA. All right, John Rahm. I like it. Last one. And then last but not least, the Open Championship, which will be played at pull up my screen here. Royal Liverpool, Hoy Lake. Don't know much about Tiger. It. Uh, Tiger won in two thousand six, I think. Didn't he hit like one driver all week? Just hit stinger two irons all day. Mm-hmm. Um, battled a uh, hootie battle, Sergio that year, and then um, they played it again recently. But I don't remember. I don't remember who won. But anyway. Um, who you got? I'm going to go with, especially now that now you said no, not many drivers, my man Jordan Spieth. He's going to make a comeback. He's been out for a while, out of the major talks. I think he's got the iron game. The If he can get the putter working again this year, he, he was getting hot with it last year, so you can start to see him coming around. Think if he can hit some good good approaches, get that putter hot, he's got a chance. 
Jordan Spieth. I think that's a great pick for the for the open. I mean, he he can get away with a lot of shit there. Yeah, uh, he can hit it in areas that you wouldn't want to, but he, he can you know he can get out of trouble better than anybody. Great uh, bunker player. Extre- great, yeah, extremely lucky as well, and you, you need a lot of luck at the open. Um, another good pick. Can't, I'm going to go with Cam Smith for the open as well. A he's double gonna, major he's repeat. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Uh, I just, I think, I know that the listeners are going to be like, oh, here goes Russ again on his live thing. I just think Cam <laughs> Smith is, I just think he's, if, I think he's the best player in the world. I know Rory's killing it right now, um, but what Cam Smith can do with the golf ball and, and just how he plays like a bully, uh, I just think he's going to, I think he's going to show out really well this year in the majors. Um, it would not shock me if he won two. Obviously, I picked him to win two. Uh, yeah. I just think, I just think he's he's going to go out there and he's going to do it. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't give a shit about everything that's that's happening. He's on live. He's happy, and uh, he'll come out there and beat your ass. You know, at at Hoy Lake and at uh, Los Angeles Country Club. I mean, I'm not going to argue with against the pick. I think, like I said, the guy's a hell of a player. Hell of a putter, you know, and that's and he's got a good chance to win. Anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you can't go. I can't can't root against the guy. I like him, mullet, team mullet, baby. Oh yeah, love it. So, what's our wager? Let, let's get this out there live here, so it's in stone. What are we going to wager? What I if they don't we... get any right. Well, then we go. Then we go. We put a point system together, and we can do it. We can figure it out. We got. We got plenty okay. of time. We can figure out the but details. Yeah. Let's let's do this. So, what's uh, whoever loses has to buy the other person an NFT of their choice. Ooh. For 0.25 or lower. 0.25 or lower. Okay. That really depends on the price of ETH at the end it of the does. day. It does. It does. Like it, we could. You could be yeah. talking about 200 bucks. Or you could be talking about a thousand. I know. I, know. <laughs> I like it though. It's risky. I'm in. I'm in. Book it. So we'll put together the point system and, and let everyone know. All right. Um, PGA or PGA Tour FedEx Cup. You gonna pick the FedEx Cup champ too? As a tiebreaker? No, this is just this is just no. this is just talking. I don't give a shit. I don't really care about the FedEx Cup. Um, I'm gonna go with Rory. I think it's gonna be Rory or JT would be my guess. I was gonna say JT. Yeah, I mean, I think if JT wins the Masters, I think that puts him. Um, Puts him up there. You know he's going to win once or twice the rest of the year. Yeah. And he's going to have good finishes in the majors. So um, I'm excited, man. Like this is probably, especially with no, you know, Tiger only going to hopefully going to play six events is what he said. Um, this is one of the more exciting PGA Tour seasons that, I, that I've had. I just think 
the crop that's there is, is you know, the buzz around the tour. Um, all the big events, there's, I think, 17, you know, elevated events. And um, the top guys are going to play in, you know, they have to play in 16 out of 17 of them. I think it's interesting this week that the Tournament of Champions uh, is now an elevated event. And mm. uh, <laughs> Rory's not there, $15 million purse. Yeah. Um, so what that means, though, is that he will have to play all of the other 16 elevated events. Now, obviously, the elevated events would be your four majors, your FedEx Cup event, <clears throat> FedEx Cup events, assuming you qualify. Uh, I think Genesis is one of them. You know, players, obviously. So mm-hmm. he was probably going to play most of them anyway. Um, but I think it's interesting that I think it's interesting that him being like the the spokesperson for this whole PGA Tour live deal, uh, he's not playing in the first event of the season. Did he say why? Do we know why? I don't know why. Um, now, maybe he's doing it as a point, the fact that there's only like 40 players in the event. Yeah. And he's like, well, if I play in this, then I can't shit on live. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Pretty good. I mean, if that's the case, then he's got, you know, he's, He's Touché. on the right track. I, I would I'd say like, hey, you've got your priorities straight. Um, but uh, yeah, he's not playing this week. But you'll see him sixteen other times. There we go. Will Zalatoris back this week for the first time? Oh, I didn't even think about Zalatoris in any of my picks. Yeah, I'll never pick him ever. <laughs> His putter is so terrible. I can't I watch that. He'll yeah, never win awful. putting like that. Not not in major. He about damn did though, last year. Yeah, he got close. Yeah, a couple times. And then we'll do a live. Let's we'll do a live live preview. Uh, and we'll, after first event, I think is in March. So we'll do a little live. That'll be a that'll be a, a, a tap in. I'm not gonna. We don't have to come on, on this on the the main pod for it. I'll do a, a live minute tap in. Just to make sure. March 17th in Tucson. Just go live on Instagram. I'll do that. Give us the give us a live minute live on Instagram. We can we can absolutely do that. We'll record it. Yeah. I like, I like that. So um Pinehurst, you see what they announced today? I did. Remind me though. Pinehurst and, number ten. Yeah, who's the architect doing it again? Uh, it Tom Doak. Tom Doak on it, yeah. Yeah, which I think is cool, but uh, I was following some conversations on Twitter, and like it's almost like Bandon Dunes and Pinehurst are like battling each other back and forth from east to west. Mm. You know who can continue to do this, and it, I just think Tom Doak's a great architect. He's he's create he's he's um made masterpieces, you know, all over the world, all over the country. Um, but I think it, I think it's time if you're going to have this, let's get some of these up and coming, um, up and coming, uh, architects that are going to take golf, you know, for the next 50 years, mm-hmm. you know, King Collins, who's de- who did Sweeten's Cove. Um, who did, uh, who did Zach Blair hire for the tree farm? Uh, 
I can't remember. The, the name's escaping me. I had it earlier today. But there's so many really, really good uh, architects out there that are that are doing some hell of a sh- hell of a good job. Um, and you know, I mean, look, if you can get Tom Doak to do your tenth course, great. But uh, I just I would have liked to seen them go go a little bit of a different route. But again, it'll be exciting. Um, ten courses. Yeah. Says Tom Doak and Kyle Golby for the tree. You're right. That's right. But I think Kyle had a lot to do with. I heard a pod with Zach Blair this fall or or sometime this summer. Um, I forgot that that he did have that he did bring Doak on because he was going to bring King Collins. Um, it looks sick. On. It does. Actually, have you seen that member for a day thing on Instagram? No. So it's like this auctions auction deal where you can and it the one that I was looking at, and it might always be this way, but it it was uh all the proceeds were were benefiting the um first tee of Savannah, okay. Georgia. Yep. Near you. Um and so, like, they put up all these courses where they would get a foursome at. I mean, it was sick courses. Like, it would be Sleepy Hollow up in New York. It would mm. be uh, Kiowa. It was uh, like Alton River. What's that? It's an auction. Yeah, it's like a silent auction. I mean, courses out west and, court, like, some of the best courses. Uh, Quail Hollow here in uh, Charlotte was on there. Yeah. And uh, the tree farm was on there. And it was a foursome, I think, to get on for a round. And I don't know what it went for, but it was like $1,200 was the starting bid mm-hmm. for a foursome. Not terrible. No, I mean, but, you know, for us, we live here. So, like, probably wouldn't spend yeah. that much on, on that. It would For me, it would be somewhere, like, up north to right. fly up there and, and go to or somewhere out west to play. Somebody can get us really, on the tree farm. If yeah, if somebody if we really wanted to, I mean, I'm sure you'll play there within the next six months. But um if we really wanted to, we could we could probably get on there. Yeah. But it's just the other course. It's a it's a cool idea and uh something, you know, maybe the listeners check out if they wanna wanna play. I mean, you know, you got Trolls Golf Club, you pay five grand to get one round somewhere. <laughs> You could yeah. pay less than that to get on a top 50, 50, uh, 50 course. I saw Trolls was delayed. Yeah, I, I, that was not me throwing shade, or that was not me, uh, or them catching a stray. I was just kind of putting it together. Yeah. Yeah, I hope those guys do well. I mean, I didn't know why it was delayed. I just saw it on Twitter. Delayed Mint. Didn't, weren't when we. When we talked with them, wasn't Mint was like going to be in the next the week next day, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, "Oh, nothing." I remember one of the guys said something about, um, you know, nothing like doing a pod the night before Mint. That and they were having that party, like you know, the the couple of days after. So I don't know what happened, but hope the best for him. Hope it works out. Me too. I mean, it's a it's a good idea. Yeah. I and a sick logo. Yeah, yeah. Definitely need a hat. No doubt. 
That could be an an NFT going forward. Do you love wines from Sonoma? Well, it's never too late to stop making bad life decisions. Dedicated to honesty, quality, and family, Bueller Vineyards is a fourth-generation vineyard and winery perched on a mountaintop just five country miles east of St. Helena in the heart of Napa Valley. Situated on 300 acres, their family has been farming Cabernet Sauvignon and Ziffendale for more than five decades. They attempt to combine meticulous vineyard management and minimal winemaking techniques to create wines of uncommon complexity and depth and to present these wines to their customers at a fair and reasonable price. Cab is king and Napa is its kingdom. Recruiting Solutions. Stay ahead of the hire. Recruiting Solutions is a full-service staffing, temp, employment, and recruitment agency with offices located in Greenville, Columbia, and Florence, South Carolina. With over eight years of consecutive top 25 companies to work for in South Carolina, Forbes Top 100 Professional Recruiting, Forbes Top 100 Staffing Agency, and over 30 years in business. Whether you're looking for your next employee or your next career, give Recruiting Solutions a call. Speaking of, I guess we'll we'll flop over there along those same lines. Head Cover Dow, who we had on the pod, Mm -hmm. they minted, uh, or public mint was today. That's right. Allow list was yesterday, so if anybody hasn't heard that pod, go check it out. It's a pretty cool project. If you're into head covers and collecting, you know, Bettinardi and and all those other guys that swag and the different ones. It's going to be kind of like that, but with NFTs for head covers. So very interesting project that is available to mint now. Check that out. 0.123 ETH. Is that what public mint was? That's what the mint was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I wish them the best. Um, we'll get involved with, with it at some point. Yep. TBD. Support. Support support the team. Um, yeah, I think it's a cool project. I think I think he's got a. They have the whole team there has a lot of really good ideas. Um, yeah, I mean, if you I, can get a board ape or a mutant on a head cover, it's going to be sweet, no doubt. Right. Yeah. Plus a DAO. I mean, if you can kind of fractionalize the a board ape mm-hmm. within the DAO, especially yeah. because he's keeping it at like five hundred. To start, I believe is right. what the the goal was. Yep. Um, so you you know you've got some equity in it, and wish him wish him the best. Hope it hope it. I, I think the what I've learned, and this is kind of going to the the twenty twenty three stuff, but the pro the golf projects out there are doing a lot of really cool shit that to you and I. We see the value in it, mm-hmm. but the Web three world's not there yet. Yeah, most of your DGens that are spending all this money could care less about golf. I, I don't think. Right. I mean, there's probably a few that hack it around on the weekends, but it's not going to be your fanatic golfer. No, not yet. It won't be. Um, and kind of what we talked about, how you know the the. Web three world had kind of taken a a crash in terms of all the the positive stuff that I was talking about, right? With the FTX, then then FTX happens, and mm-hmm. then it's almost like a meme, like "Oh, you're in crypto, or you're in NFTs" yeah. type of deal. That didn't help, 
with the mainstream side of it for for the NFT world. And I, I think Head Cover Dow limiting the mints uh, is doing it right. I think he knows he's put out on the Discord. Hey, look, we're we understand the the environment that we're in mm-hmm. right now, the climate when it comes to it. So there's no rush to anything. Yeah, um, I think he's doing it the right way. Yeah, I mean the golf model really fits well with NFTs and Web three. I think a lot of those codes they almost like a puzzle piece. They fit really well together. It could be fantastic, not just the head cover dial, but golf in general. You know, link style, some of those other ones. Yep. So they're almost made to go together, but like you said, they're just not there yet. You know, a lot of the avid golf heads per se are going to be 40 40 years plus older those guys aren't in nfts probably right or very few of them at least so i think it's got you know like everybody says we're very early in this whole thing but you know like the 20 something the 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 kid the guys you know 35 and under that play golf the, the people i bet you if you showed up with a shirt that had a board ape on it they would know, yeah. They would know what it is, whether they are into Web three or they're in NFTs or, or not. I think everybody knows what a board ape is, right? I agree. So, um, I think it's just you know you kind of chisel away at the whole thing, and then at some point the dam's going to break, and then 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 you've got you know I think Links Dow is probably the the hottest one right now, but I think that they've kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of big, you know, Bettinardi's the only big name brand golf wise mm-hmm. that's that's really doing it, and that they already had a group of collectors. Anyways, that yep. kind of just slid right in, you know. I think well, we'll see. The, yeah, I think we'll see more of that, not just in golf, but there's. We can talk about this in a minute too. Twenty twenty three predictions, but I think we'll see more brands entering the space. I think a lot of them are behind the scenes have been watching, learning, kind of waiting to jump in. I think late 2023, we'll probably see some major players coming in. Not That's why I, my, my goal for us in 2023 is to get a, to get a partnership with one of these manufacturers that are going to get into the web three space. Love it. Yeah, I saw, there's no I saw podcast out there. That's there's no podcast that's doing web three and golf. No, we are mm. we are one of one. This is what we are. A rare. So you've got no no laying up. Scott Titleist. Foreplay has Taylor Made. Um, yep. there's a podcast called Good Good. I I don't know. Have you ever listened to it? I haven't listened to it, but I've seen the Good Good guys on TikTok. So they just signed with Callaway, which was no laying up before. Okay. So we got Srixon. We have uh, Ping, Cobra. Yeah. And then we could go join Kevin Kisner, who just signed with Wilson. We could be a Wilson staff. Wilson staff. I've never, I had some old Wilson staff clubs. I've never tried to hit one. I can't believe he did that. It's about the money, man. He'll tell you. They probably offer him the most. I'm sure. Yeah, I think the. And if it doesn't work out, you saw Kirkland, right? You see that Costco just released their irons or new clubs. Yeah, 
They got sued over the balls, didn't they? Didn't Tyler sue him over that ball? Probably. I thought I saw that something happened with them and uh, the Bettinardis, like that they were selling there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Titleist was suing them over the golf ball because they copied the Pro V1 pretty much. Yeah. Shit, I'll sign on with. We can sign with Kirkland. We'll be sponsored by Kirkland and we'll have free Costco membership. I ripped their gloves hard. You can get that four pack for like 30 bucks. That's fantastic. Not not as a lefty, you can't. Ooh, well, that's your fault. Yeah, that is my fault. You had to be an outlier. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I saw you tweeted at Ping. I replied. I told him I just bought their driver. They need to sponsor us. Partner. Yeah, I mean, why? why would you not? The Ping I-2 is the greatest irons ever made. One of them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it. Uh, I'm going to be Switzerland in this conversation in case the Ping execs or the Wilson execs or the Sertan, Cobra. Um, not going to be, not going to. I love all of it. Sertan's making some really good clubs now. My buddy just bought are. a set. He loves them. That's what I got fitted for when I went to uh, Club right. Champion. That's right. ZX7s. Um, yeah. They just launched their new the new drivers this week, too. Mm. Seems like everybody has. Callaway put out the Paradigm. You see that? I haven't seen it. Their new, iron, or their new uh, club set, the Paradigm. Uh, I saw Xander Shoffley and John Rahm were playing it this week in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some leaked video, leaked uh, pictures of the new TaylorMade Stealth Two driver, so that'll be out probably in March. Yeah, it's club they season, out, man. They come out with clubs too often. Then they just come out with the Stealth last year. It used to be every two years. Well, that was Titleist though. But yeah. Titleist used to do the the every two years. Yeah, TaylorMade then, did always have one every year. Yeah, and I remember like working in the golf industry, and it's like, oh my god, here's another title tailor made club. Here's another yeah. tailor made club, and now it's like, you almost Everybody. expect them to have two clubs in one year. Yeah, everybody's doing it now. You have to. I mean, why not? Yeah, sucks for the consumer. I gotta buy a new club every year if you want the latest technology. Yeah. But, but if you get a good fitter, if you go to a good fitter that's honest with you, they'll uh that'll save you a lot of money. Yeah. You, you know, you go to one right of these shaft. like and just that's, right. head. that's what I did. Like I got my driver's an M six. So what's that? Four years old, five years old? Mm-hmm. Went and got fitted. He was like, Look, I could sell you a uh this was back when the Sim two was out. So twenty, right after COVID. So twenty twenty one. Two years ago, yeah, yeah. And uh, hit them both, and he was like, "Look, if I wanted to, I would sell you the the Sim two with that shaft. I got the LA Golf uh, white shaft." Mm-hmm. He was like, "I could sell you, uh, I could talk you into right now buying the Sim two head with this shaft. It would cost you eleven hundred bucks." Yeah. He's like, "You're gaining three yards." Your dispersion yeah. is exactly the same, but just get the shaft. So yeah. it was, you know, a lot less than that. Right. Half an eighth. No, not yeah. that much. Not that much. But <laughs> um, you go to a good fitter, I think, you know, 
for for people out there. And I think that uh, Mr. Schmeeds would say the same thing: is you know, let's get. It's more important to go to a good fitter than to have the nice clubs. Right. Absolutely. Let's do some predictions for twenty twenty three Web three predictions. You want me to kick this off? You you got any predictions? You go ahead. Got a couple. I think. I think it's going to be a very slow start to the year. I think we'll see a lot of exciting things, new things come in. As I mentioned, I think some big brands will come into Web3 that have been watching from the sidelines. But I think it's going to be slow starting. We may even see some some more tumultuous, some downturns in the pricing, but I think we'll see some pretty exciting things being built. Whether the price of the projects go up or not, not real sure on that, but I think we'll see a lot of new things that are coming out that haven't been. I think maybe photography. Photography, I don't know if music's quite there yet, but we might have one or two artists you know, drop, trying to get their community in mm-hmm. through Web3 and, and try that route. But I, I think it's either going to be photography, maybe gaming. Maybe some gaming NFT is big this year. Well, doesn't every any, every project talk about a game? They do, they do. And I don't, like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like an actual game, not within a project. Yeah, is, is my prediction. I think we'll see that. I think maybe DAOs might, and actually, well-run DAOs might be a thing. And I think that has been thrown around a lot the last two years where a lot of experimentation has gone on in DAOs. I don't know that they're actually well put together, well run. I think those might kind of connect more. We'll have more clarity on how that, how that works, how people, how it should work, how it should be run. Those are, I, I agree with the Dell aspect of it for sure. Um, I think, I think you're going to continue to see the blue chip, projects stay kind of in that the ballpark or where they are now um i hope that nothing negative happens but we know that there's going to be at least one big negative happen in 2023 in the web 3 uh web 3 nft thing right mm-hmm. i mean ftx happened late this year but we know that there's a lot of shit out there that could happen yeah there's more uh, bad players. I, yeah. I think you're I think you're spot on about the and I, and I know you've been minting a lot of like art lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think you're going to see that play out more. I hope that the utility goes up because right now I think the utility is kind of shit and we've we've heard about utility for the whole year of 2022. Um but like, I don't really give a shit about it in real life event. Mm. Like, I don't need to go see Dead Mouse spin. I'm 37 years old with four kids, right? So, yeah. I, don't, I don't really care to do that. Mm. Um, but I'd like to see what the utility is, even if it's like a, um, you know, whatever it might be. Um, I think I think we need to we really need to see the utility kind of take off. Mm-hmm. For some of these projects, um, 
think they're going to have to provide more value. You know, the utility is kind of a buzzword that's been tossed around for a long time now, too. And it could be, hey, we're going to get free merch or whatever. I think you're going to have to provide actual value to the holder. You know, we had the gold rush in 21. People were buying left and right like crazy, just hoping for the price to go up and flip, et cetera. That still happened a little bit last year, but I think you're actually going to have to now be able to provide your holders with some kind of value for them to stick with you, to stay in that community, to help you build it, you know, to, to partner with you. I think you're going to have to provide more than a T-shirt with some merch and call it utility. Yeah, no, I agree. I, th- I think the value needs to be there because, I, you know, we talked about it a few, few pods ago with, about the PFP projects. Um, I, for one, like love the PFP thing. When I go on OpenSea, I, I look at the trending, uh, the trending collections and – if you have a really sick like banner, I'm yeah. gonna click on it and look at like what your stuff looks like. Like I told you about the the pirates, um, voyage or some shit like that. I don't remember what it was, but like I it it struck me like I was like, oh, I'm into that. Akutars I think is sick, but I did see Akutars is coming out with something with uh, Instagram on January 8th. Do you know what that is? I don't. I saw that today, but I didn't have time to look into it much. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been in their Discord in a while. But yeah, I saw that as well, that they were going to be doing something with Instagram. Yeah, I saw that but on Al- Twitter. Alcatars are sick. I, like you said, the PFP, if I see somebody that has a sick one on Twitter, I'm following them. That's right. You know, it's. And we've talked about it before, your digital identity and even the Twitter banners. If you have a sick Twitter banner with some NFTs back there, I'm probably following you. So the That's PFP right. thing is, like I said, it's it's gonna be a major player. I don't. They're not going anywhere. The blue chip ones, especially. I I think another prediction. You kind of mentioned it. I think generative art is gonna be huge. Maybe AI art as well. Where. You know, we move away from the PFP a little bit, and it's more about art, specifically art blocks type generative art, generative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't even say it. But you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, this is kind of a low hanging fruit prediction for me, but I think the cartoon projects, and when I say cartoons, I think of. Degen Tunes, Stoner Cats, uh, Sup Ducks, my favorite newest project, which is Killer Bears. Mm. Um, and that's killing it. Like, Killer Bears is unbelievably doing unbelievably well. But I think you're going to see those projects have a spike in 2023. Okay. Because I think you're going to be seeing these companies want more content out there. The, the big production companies. I know we are, we talked, maybe we talked about it on the pod or, or just, you know, in text or whatnot, but stoner cats, you know, has Mila Kunis behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these projects that are the DJ tunes is sick. Gutter cat gang is sick. Um, I have really come to really love like the cartoon aspect of it. You know, yeah. I could just, I look at it like I could see Stoner Cats on Comedy Central when I'm, instead of 
you know, South Park is sick. I like watching South Park, but if I could watch the Stoner Cat show, like I'd watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, and DJ Tunes and, and the Killer Bear. Like I love the Killer Bears. And I know I think we're gonna get into like our goals for 2023 real quick, but like I would mm-hmm. love for me or the Web Three Putts Dow to own a Killer Bears. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe we can win one on MetaWin because um, they seem to put they do an auction or a, a raffle for that every single day. But um, I, I think you're gonna see a spike in the cartoon stuff. So you know, for me, when I'm looking at things to buy. Uh, for 2023, I'm looking at those those projects that have really kind of obviously not gone to zero, but they're way way below the floor when I got in in 20 you know November of or December of 2021. Mm-hmm. The Stoner Cats, the Sup Ducks, um, you know these things that could really put out not so much utility for me, but could put out more content that yeah. that could 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 really grow. I like that. I hope you're right, being a Subdux holder. But yeah, I, I like that. Let's talk about goals. We made some predictions. We can talk, you know, team goals for for the pod, and maybe a few personal goals for yourself. But you know, if you when you look at Web three for this year, what would be what would be one or two personal goals that you have, pod related or not? Knock up. <laughs> Get I would like ledger. to go I would like to go 365 days without having to check my wallet and being completely devastated floored and devastated <laughs> and uh that that's my number one goal for 2023 is just just to be extremely careful and I think at this point not to say that like we're all vulnerable. We obviously know that. Um, it's just to be, to to practice what I preach and what I, you know, what you and I have talked about, or, or me and anybody has talked about. That's my that's my number one goal for twenty twenty three. Probably comes with a ledger. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> does. <laughs> okay, I like it. I'm a sidebar here, real quick, because. I have to hit this when you mention that. I don't know if you saw this. This happened today. There was a major hack, and this is negative, so sorry, folks. Didn't mean to bring anybody down here, but major hack in NFTs. Uh, Crypto Novo, who was a big punk holder, had their wallet hacked. Dude stole three punks, a board ape, a mutant, three me bits, and two clonex. Wallet. Said it was worth 492 ETH, which is around $618,000. God. Lost. And then they sold them. They could see them selling them on, uh, on some website. I forget what, the, what it was. But then, then another big guy. I, don't, I didn't know either one of these people, but uh, Nikhil Gapalani. He's the COO of Artifact. Mm-hmm. And his wallet was drained due to a phishing scam. Ugh. Says he was hacked by a clever fisher. They used the the same phone number that has his Apple ID, and they sold all of his Clonexes and some of his other NFTs. He had to watch them go. He said they sold nineteen Clonex, 
was stolen 18 artifact space pods. I don't know what some of these things are, but they're all artifact related. Loot pods, 11 crypto kicks, 19 artifact eggs, etc. So it was about $140,000. So be careful, folks. It happens even to the guy was the COO of the of the project and got hacked. So buy a well, ledger, get your like stuff off. The U.S. government. When it comes to money, he could just make more of them. Yeah, I guess. He, I saw he tweeted like, "I hope you like my clones." Whoever buys them, <laughs> it, his clone just went from one of one to one of two. Yeah, yeah. I'm guess he can, but he, it, I don't know. Still, a lot of money just drainoed. Oh yeah. So that's a good goal. Good goal for yourself there. Yeah, I'd like to put I'd like to put that that whole conversation and stuff to bed. Um, in fact, it is it is now to bed. We're turning the page on 2023. Only up from here. Only up from here. No hacks. So my goal personally, this is just kind of a purchase goal for me, but somehow with. Somehow I've got to, without training my accounts, get a vFriends one. Whether that's flipping a few things, maybe I make some good crypto trades, something or another. But I've got to get a VF1 as my goal for this year. Maybe the price drops or I can afford it and not spend $6,000. But that is my goal. So would... With the VF1, is there a way for you to tell if one of the three trips to VCon had been burned? Yeah, I think it shows you on there. Okay. But they're all burned. Once the year's up, it's burned. Oh, I thought it was only if you used it. Oh, you mean like if they just still had the ticket and didn't go? Yep. Yeah, I think you can see that. Okay. I think it's airdrop to you. So you'd probably have to get it from them separately. But yeah, that, that's my goal. I'd like to get a VF1 and then get like the matching VF2. Yep. Which, which wouldn't be the VF2 parts, no problem. That's the getting the VF1. So got to make some good trades somehow. Flip to a VF1. I like that. Let's do it. Yeah. I just, I want to, I want to be more active probably middle of the 2023. Um, I'm going to, I think what I'm going to do is there's a few projects that I'm in that have obviously, uh, they haven't gone to zero, but they're down from, and they're not going to go back up. Mm. Um, So I, I think it's time for me to start to get out of it, which will, which will bring some ETH back into, into the wallet. Uh, and with, with the prices of a lot of these projects out there, I, I think there's an opportunity. Um, even if you have 0.15 or 0.2 ETH uh, mm-hmm. to get into some really, really good projects still. Yeah, for um, sure. Subbox one, is at 0.2. Right, one or even two projects, depending on what it is. I mean, Stoner Cats was, last I saw, was like 
0.07. Yeah. Um, 0.06 right now. So, uh, you know, I think that there's some really good projects out there that <clears throat> will continue to build and, and aren't going to go anywhere. So, uh, that's kind of my goal is just be a little bit aggressive on some of these, these projects that are, that are down, get out of some of the, the shit projects that I'm in or not. I don't want to say shit. I think that's, that's wrong to say, but some of the harsh. projects that, yeah, that are just not, you know, doing what they're doing or like one of my favorite projects, the, I, I like you, you're weird. Um, that project is transitioning from one platform to this new platform called gasoline um, so I'm still trying to learn more about that. You know, hopefully, hopefully there'll be some more clarity with that coming out mm. soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of on the middle of like, do I just sell the four that I have that'll, that'll net me like point, point one two, point one five, somewhere in that, that ballpark, which is definitely a loss. Mm. Um, but if I can turn that loss into a gain elsewhere, um, you shouldn't have done it before the end of the year. We we turned the page on twenty twenty. <laughs> there's there's plenty of loss for yeah, twenty twenty. Right. I don't need to. There's only so much I need to show up on my tax return when my wife signs it. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're right. Didn't want to. Didn't mean to bring up old wounds. Yeah, thank God she doesn't listen to this pot. Uh, what about it? So I I got a combined goal for us here for the pod for for twenty twenty three. I think, and you mentioned it there a second ago, but. I think we need to build our community out mm-hmm. and maybe we need to be more active and I've tried to start doing this a little bit, but being more active in Twitter, maybe pop it in Twitter spaces just, and I think we need to get more content out as far as socials go. That'll be my goal for us just to kind of get us out there more, get, get some more main net guests from web three. We've had a lot of web three slash golf folks and i'd like to see us maybe try to get some of these bigger names in web3 on here and and then just be more active in the community in the web3 community whether that's hopping on spaces or popping up in discords tweeting yep. with folks etc agree 100 i think that's a good good right. goal for us. i'm committed to it i know you are so uh I like it. Cool. I like I like it a lot. I had one more little bit of news here before we shut this thing down. Scott. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there's some new 007 NFTs dropping on Vivi. It's the 60th anniversary. This will be the second collection of these. They had one drop back in October of last year. These are James Bond posters, Series 2, 007. So I have, I think there's six different posters from different movies. Roger Moore's on there. Octopussy has one. Mostly these are Roger Moore, it looks like. But yeah, if you're a big James Bond fan, there's some collector items uh, coming out on Vivi. I don't, I haven't, I haven't was, bought anything. That was the best Super Nintendo game, or uh, Nintendo oh, 64 game. Yeah, 64. Right that was fantastic. You could do the paintball and all that. Yeah, great game. Yeah. Golden Have you bought anything on Vivi? Anyway. 
No, never. I've heard a lot about it. I've looked at it, but yeah. I mean, it's mostly like, you know, Disney type collectibles, but I haven't bought anything. Especially some pretty cool stuff over there. Maybe more to come on that for another pod, maybe. Nice. Look forward to it. Also, I would like, uh, this is, we can end on this, but I would like DraftKings Rainmakers to come out with a golf version uh, for 2023. Mm. Uh, my guess is it's not come, it's not there yet, and it won't be there for 2023 considering golf starts tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I did fill out the survey that y'all sent me and sent me a free pack of uh, Rainmakers football players, uh, and I did say that I would love a golf one. I don't really care about the UFC version. Um but a golf version would be sick. Tweet Kalish. Cinnamon DM. I will. Yeah, I like that too. I would think I would I would get in on that. We we could have some fun with that. Yep, for sure. No doubt. Well, cool, man. Great first episode back. Anything else you got for us tonight before we shut her down? Uh nope. That's I got nothing, man. Pray that my my, my my kid sleeps. That's all I that's <laughs> right now. Good, good. Well, we hope everybody has a great 2023. We're looking forward to it. Thank you to everybody that supported us thus far. We did sign our, our sponsors back on. So big shout out. Big shout out to them. Spartan Insurance Recruiting Solutions and Bueller Vineyards. We appreciate y'all sticking with us for the coming year. And if there's uh, anything else, y'all... Let us know. Send us an email if you want to come on the show at web3putts at gmail.com. You can follow us on all our socials at web3putts. And we will see you all next week. Rusty, have a good night, sir. You too, Cole. See you all.